Welcome to the Friends of Folklore, where two sisters tell tales from the briny depths of the ocean, the darkest caves hidden in misty mountains, and even mysteries hiding in your own backyard. Fear not, dear audience. Come inside, bundle up with a blanket, a cup of tea, and your favorite fuzzy animal, and you too can become a friend of folklore. The tallest of the sisters. And I'm Abby. The not tallest. I'm the tallest. I'm the smallest of the sisters. I'm doing great. I'm starting off strong. There's only two of us. So if I'm the tallest, you can assume that she is the smallest. This is true. And it's also because I don't know how much shorter I am than you now that I think about it. Like a foot. Okay, so first of all... (laughs) <laughs> Don't come for me because I am 5'3 on a good day. and that You are 5'2 that... and you lied to the Department of Motor Vehicles. Shh, stop. First of if all, I put 5'4 on my for... license. But yeah, for did. legal purposes, yeah. this is a joke. If anyone from the Department of Motor Vehicles wants to arrest my sister, good luck finding her. I won't tell you where she is. I'll never snitch. I mean, I'll snitch, okay. but I, I won't tell you where you, she is. <laughs> You're never too young to learn our international no snitching policy. Anyway. I love how this podcast is mostly just John Mulaney quotes. I think that that's all it is, honestly, at this point. It's just, yeah. and the thing is, is that I don't think that we even realize that we're not explaining them. I just say them and then we just keep going. they're memes for us. Exactly. It's us memes. This is really about us, audience. Um, also Spongebob. There are a lot of Spongebob references that we never explain. No, none. Like last week I said, Nosferatu. No. And that's from an episode of Spongebob where Nosferatu is messing with the last naturally mm-hmm, because he's taking the out the trash slasher one yeah, yeah exactly. take out the trash at night night um do How we have you? anything i'm good i was gonna say do we have anything to tell people what has been going on in your life what uh you know i i just spent a couple of days with our mom in a neighboring city we went on a little adventure and i'm feeling very refreshed um, no, she yeah. said that you guys had such a good time. I mean, we did. It was fun. That's so great. It was really fun. How are you? Let's talk about me. Um, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. When don't we? <laughs> when don't we? I'm trying this new method for my hair. And what mm-hmm. you do is you you use like shampoo and conditioner, but you only brush your hair with conditioner while you're in the shower. And then when okay. you get out, you don't. Like, you should, like, wring out your hair, but, like, you don't use a towel. You put curling cream in your hair, and then you Mm -hmm. plop it, which is the technique that I've learned from the youth on the internet, um, with a t-shirt, and then it should make your hair curlier. Yeah, the cotton is good for your your natural curls. I've been putting my hair in a t-shirt, but I should try that. I don't know. I'll send you the TikTok. I did brush it out, (laughs) but as you can see, it's definitely wavier. I don't think I have curly hair, audience. Actually, but I definitely I have wavy say, hair. It looks really pretty. Yeah, it doesn't it. And so I also purchased curling gel instead of curling cream. So I think that if I purchase the right because per- you put the curling cream in I your totally hair, sorry. Lost you. Oh no, she's Abby. gone. <laughs> Audience. Oh no! Oh, I completely. No. Hold on. Let me let me turn on Don't my leave. Wi-Fi. Don't leave. There we are. It's okay. I'll cut this out. Okay, we're back. Okay, we're back. We're back. Okay. Okay, so, so the last thing I heard was curling gel rather than curling cream. Yeah, so I bought curling gel instead of curling cream because you're supposed to put curling cream in your hair and then do like the, from the bottom, yeah, crunch the, it up and the, whatever that's yeah. called. 
and then put it in the plopping thing. And then mm-hmm. I left it all day and my hair was super wavy. So I've been trying that because I have nothing else to do to with me. my life other than try yeah. what TikTok recommends. And yeah, we did a lot of my... art projects that were recommended by TikTok. This is over true. The weekend, so yeah, yours are so cute. Thank you. It's really, there's a couple of spots. I've never really embroidered before. So there are a couple of spots that look weird. Well, you have to like backstitch and I... Yeah, that's what I was doing, but it, it's... It's so hard. difficult. And then like the yarn that I purchased, because what we've been doing is embroidered canvases audience. Yes. And like you have to poke the holes, but the yarn that I, or the thread that I had purchased was not good quality. So it was like fraying and getting stuck in my back and it was a total shit show. Um, <laughs> Our dad lent but... me his um, leather working needle, so I was actually doing pretty well with it. <laughs> so what are we what are we talking about today? Yeah, like let's get on with why we're here. Um, so we are. <laughs> I mean, unless you had something else to say, did I cut you? No, off? I have jack shit. Um, no, cool. I have nothing. So this week, dear audience, I'm taking it back, no. taking it all the way back to 1936. This week, I'm telling you about none other than the famous Queen Mary and all of her fabulous ghosts. Oh my god! So we are discussing how we, um, now that we read listener stories at Spooky Tuesday, we can... Spooky Tuesday is every day. Every day. My entire life is Spooky Tuesday. If it could be October all year, I would choose Me that. Me too. Um, only pumpkins. Yes. But let's get some, it's time to get spooky. Let's do it. So the RMS Queen Mary is a retired British ocean liner that primarily sailed across the North Atlantic Ocean during the 1930s. Mm -hmm. Um, So for those of you who don't know, because I didn't know, RMS stands for Royal Mail Ship. Like, like postal? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she carried mail. So the prefix is used for vessels that carried mail under contract with the British Royal Mail. The RMS Queen Mary had a sister ship known as RMS Queen Elizabeth. And the sole purpose of these two ships was to carry mail from Southampton across the ocean to New York and back again. They would follow each other so that they would get constant mail going about every two weeks. So. (laughs) Which is super cool. That's so cool. I uh, I don't know if I've ever shared this with you before, Abby, but... I think that um, one of my, you know, I I always want to do like really old timey professions. Like that's Mm -hmm. one of my biggest limitations is like being a librarian is super impractical and transcriptionists don't exist. And I was rewatching Downton Abbey recently and there's a part in the first. You should. Yeah. It's it's a good thing to do. Um, Oh, you said as you do. I thought you said I should do that. You should. Um, You should. But (laughs) in the very first episode, there's just a man on like a motorcycle delivering mail in the English countryside and I should have been that man. <laughs> That's it. That should have been your career. That was my calling. I understand. I get I mean you today on a motorcycle sounds like just pure anxiety for me. But other <laughs> than that Yeah. Like we're not coordinated audience. No. Um, no. Also didn't Queen Mary and no. Queen Elizabeth hate each other? This that was your major. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they Why are you like asking me? <laughs> That's what you studied in college. I didn't go there. <laughs> okay, um, tell me more about these mail-carrying ships. No, no worries. So um, they basically, yeah, they just carried mail back and forth from Southampton um, to New York and back and forth. Uh-huh. Um, during World War II, however, the Queen Mary was used as a troop ship. 
Um, the ship's outer structure was painted gray, and in addition to like other accommodations that made her like war worthy, this gained her the nickname of the Gray Ghost. So if you want to look at the first two photos, I couldn't find anything where she was painted gray, so I just picked a black and white photo for the second one. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like gray, but this this is her gigantic, oh, she's so beautiful, beautiful ship. She's so pretty. Um, oh, I like her flags. Isn't that cute? But yeah, but like, so everything that you see that's colored is what they painted gray. So she was a troop ship. Okay. And what that means is that I had moved my notes. <laughs> oh, yeah. The Queen Mary carried allied soldiers back in war. So same, same route, Southampton to New York for the war. She just carried people. I just love this idea of like, okay, we're going to repurpose this ship, but her current paint job does not match the aesthetic. I need you yeah, to make this like, shit gray. This is wartime. I need you to make her look intimidating. You need okay. her to look... It's war. Yes. Well, people face. like movies about this in the future, and they always do it, you know, with really dull colors for some reason, because that's how the past works. It's Everything called... Was dull. Okay, listen to me. It's called a metaphor. Okay. And it's stupid. Have you heard that joke? We know that it wasn't darker then. Have you heard that... Do you know that joke where it's like... An English general and an English major are talking to each other, and the English general is like, now the trenches can be used, and the English major butts in and is like, to symbolize man's emptiness, yes. <laughs> Sorry, I totally lost that, so I know, let's just I hope that your recording you. picked it up. Hopefully. I keep losing you. Guys, Wi-Fi so is not weird. our friend. I got off Wi-Fi, so hopefully... Fingers crossed. Let's power through. Okay. It was so, a great joke. Dur- the audience is going to love it. Yes, and ha 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 ha. I went to acting school. I don't. Anyway, love you. <laughs> I love you so much. I love I'm sorry. you. You're great. You're so great. Carry on. Um, so during the war, Mary and Elizabeth were the fastest troops involved in the war, and she often carried as much ships. as fifteen ships. What did I say? Troops. Yes. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. She was the fastest troop ship involved in the war. I was I like, <laughs> I'm just imagining the like fastest Queen Mary troop. and Queen Elizabeth just, like in World War II, like helmets and just run. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no, they were there. <laughs> um, so fastest troop ships involved in the war. And she carried about 15,000 men in one voyage. During her wartime adventures, at one point, the Queen Mary almost capsized. The vessel was taking a voyage in which she broke the record for the largest number of passages upon one vessel, which still hasn't been broken. Damn. Um, She was carrying 15,740 soldiers and 943 crew members in one vessel. While on this journey, a rogue wave hit the broadside of the ship, and it said that the ship rolled 52 degrees. And if she had tilted another three degrees, the ship would have capsized. Oh my god. A lot of people say that, like, oh, the extra crew helped, but I think that she's just a really good boat. She's, you know what, don't take credit for the boat. Yeah, don't let men take credit for your boat abilities, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Classic. So the Queen Mary. I know, classic. Typical. So the Queen. The Queen Mary survived the war and then was refitted for passenger service. Mm -hmm. Um, The Queen Elizabeth was also refitted for this purpose. And it's actually what the two ships were meant to accomplish. Sure. So when they built these ships, they were like, yeah, these are for people. But then when Germany... hmm? And mail. And well, that's not the... No, no mail. They were not meant for mail. But the thing is that Germany and Italy had created large superliners to carry mail. And the British were like, we have big boats that can carry mail too. And so they, <laughs> so so they just use their passage. It's not just you guys. We're, we're cool. cool. We'll suck on that. I wrote, we'll suck on that. We also have large boats. Um, 
Anyways, the Queen Mary was a boss-ass bitch and continued transporting passengers back and forth until the mid-1960s. The Queen Mary began operating at a loss with the rise of the jet age, which is the creation of turbine engines and, and big sky, sky boats, mm. uh, airplanes. <laughs> sky boats. And <laughs> sky boats. And so Queen Mary was no longer, like, the way to travel. So in 1967, the Queen Mary was officially retired. She left Southampton for the last time and then sailed directly to Long Beach, California, where she remains to this day. Why does that Um, make me emotional? I know. I'm like, such a good boat. Uh. Um, The Queen Mary now serves as a tourist attraction as well as a museum and a hotel. And she's registered as a historic landmark and a historic hotel of America. Go, girl. And just, I know, I'm so proud of her. Just so you understand how stupidly big this boat is, I have some fun facts about what was inside and what is still inside this vessel. So there are two indoor swimming pools, with which each span two floors in height. There's a beauty salon, a library, a children's nursery, a music studio, a lecture hall, an outdoor tennis court, dog kennels, an observation deck, a tea room, an outdoor gazebo, a firehouse exhibit, um, <laughs> just cause, <laughs> just cause, a outside grill and sky deck used for a la carte dining um the grand salon or the main dining room is three stories tall and so cool yeah um there's lower deck dining clubs and so much more um she is the first ocean liner to include a jewish prayer room this was done during the um during the war to avoid anti-semitism which was you know evident during nazi germany yeah um (laughs) Living situations in the ship varied from large first-class cabins to small and cramped third-class cabins. So, yeah, shit everywhere. You know, I'm just and imagining. Now, I'm just imagining like a zombie apocalypse on this boat, and like like a video game, and like oh, mm-hmm. gotta go through the swimming pool levels. Oh, gotta <laughs> oh, no, no exactly. It makes me think of uh, Uncharted, where like you're on that boat, yeah. and you're like oh, gotta go through the dining room, and then like you have to. It it's makes so me cool. think of Dead Space 2. Never if you played that. Don't. It's anxiety okay, it's in a video us. game. It's not for okay, us. Okay, great. <laughs> All right, carry on. Good to know. Um, so now it's time to get spooky. Time to so. get spooky, spooky, spooky. So it's important to mention that while in service, the Queen Mary had 49 recorded deaths. Oh, shit. And this happened over the span of her entire service, and it's pretty impossible to dock from Southampton to New York City. So if you died... The beginning or the end of the trip, like, you were kind of stuck. Did I even Until work? you got to the other. That I don't know. I'm sure that okay. they do. I just couldn't find it on the map. Most, most cruise ships have morgues, by the way. Most cruise ships do have morgues. No, the, like, the carnival, all of them have morgues. Yeah. You have to. Because people die. Um, for this reason. Mm-hmm. But maybe the ghost friends got a little comfy. Because um, <laughs> they didn't leave. Yeah. So our first haunted area comes with some backstory. Mm-hmm. So the first area is called is known as Hatch Door Number Thirteen. So this area is also known as Shaft Alley and is known as the site of a gruesome accident upon one of the crew members working on the ship. In 1966, orders were placed to have the doors to the engine room and the boiler room closed. These doors are watertight and they're closed to keep internal parts of the boat not wet. Yeah. <laughs> um, my understanding is these are automatic closures. Oh no! You don't. So I'm ahead of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, around five minutes after the order was given, a young crew member was found crushed in the door of hatch 13. His arms were pinned to his side and he was essentially keeping the, board, bo- the door open with his body. Uh, um, he was alive. No. His fellow crewmen freed him. I mean, like, not know that he's he was, alive, but I'm sure he was not happy. No. Well, they freed him and he was moved to the hospital ward, but it was too late and he died due to his injuries. Well, yeah. Um, I, oh, yeah. poor mm-hmm. baby. I'd haunt the shit out of them, too. Be like, hey, assholes, maybe put, like, a sensor. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> On today's episode, but... um. I mean, I know it's the 60s, but still. Still. So people report the sound of someone running behind them and whistling, but like as they turn around, there's no one running around them. Mm-hmm. Um, also, people have reported seeing a bearded man in blue overalls that fit the description. He will approach guests and ask if they've seen his wrench, and when they go back to find him, they are unable to do so. So he's just a good worker, and he's yeah. just looking for his wrench. He's just trying to. He's just trying to fix stuff. I know, poor baby. So. Next, we have stateroom B340. So, B340 was rumored to be the hot spot even before Queen Mary became a hotel. Apparently, in 1948, British passenger Walter J. Adamson died in the stateroom due to unknown circumstances. <gasps> it said that people, I know, it was like, <laughs> we don't know why he's dead. And I was like, oh, you should. Um, <laughs> It said that people staying in this room were here knocking on the door in the middle of the night. The bathroom lights will mysteriously turn on and off, especially when no one's in the bathroom. Which I guess is nice because if shit was turning on and off while I was like taking a bath, we would have issues. Oh my god. Um, the bathroom sink is often found running um, water days after being empty. So like a cleaner was like, came in, cleaned the room. Nobody had been in the room and the water was running in the sink. The cleaning service has returned to the room directly after cleaning it to find bed sheets all over the bedroom like it was completely ripped apart in a complete disarray even though nobody had checked into the room oh shit in 1966 a woman staying in the room reported that she woke up in the middle of the night and found a man standing at the foot of her bed the woman naturally began screaming yeah and as she reached for the ring um as she reached to ring for the steward the man disappeared into thin air fuck um, that fuck on that. today's episode no 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 but the the activity in this room is so large that they actually closed it off uh-huh. from guests for a very long time. But as ghost tours and, you know, the ghost adventures and all those people, get, I don't actually know if ghost adventures have been in there, but you know what I mean? People start oh, going to the area. Well, yeah. They reopen. Um, sorry. The, the, the ghoul bros, the ghoul boys from um, BuzzFeed Unsolved, one of them tells a story about, I believe it was this ship. He was a skeptic until he stayed on this ship and it changed his mind about ghosts. Well, that's the thing is that they reopened the bedroom. So if y'all, I mean, not now. You know, that's Don't on you. Now. Wait until that. T- wait, well, yeah. wait. <laughs> nothing says nothing says COVID nineteen like ghosts. Yeah. Anyway, you gotta be in, you gotta be afraid of the real invisible dangers as well as the potentially not so real invisible dangers. On today's episode, so our next room is, and I'm gonna butcher this, the Maritania room. Can you spell it? M A U. R-I-T-A-N-I-A. Like Mauritania? Mauritiana? Something like Tiana, that. Yeah. Um, I'm so, dyslexic. It, same. <laughs> in 1989, two cleaners had entered the room to clean it for a large VIP reception. But as the two entered the room, they found a passenger sitting in a chair in the middle of the room just staring at them. No. He... <laughs> 
He didn't say a word to either cleaner until a third cleaner entered the room. The man apparently spoke to her and asked her to move. They responded how any of us should, and they called security. Uh However, as they were making the call, the three cleaners reported seeing the man fade into nothing right in front of their eyes. How about no? No. See, here's the thing, guys. I'm going to be really real with you right now. I say that I don't believe in ghosts, but the truth of it is if I let myself believe in ghosts, I would never sleep again. Honestly. I'd be like, did you hear that? Every single noise, I'd be like, well, that's the end of me. Honestly. (laughs) Um, Next, we have Boiler Room 4. This is a short one, and it just hurts my soul. Down in one of the boiler rooms, people have reported seeing a little girl sucking her thumb and carrying a doll. No! And that's all I have on that shit. Um, Where's I know. Where's her mama ghost? I know, baby. <laughs> I can't even mama? watch Dumbo, okay? I can't handle I that shit at all. He's just a baby. He needs his mama elephant. That's all I'm saying. Um, so that's all I got about Boiler Room 4, so. Yay. Yeah. Next we have the Mayfair Room. Okay. So the Mayfair Room is a large room that once served as one of the ship's beauty salons. Hmm. Today it serves as a large office space for hotel workers. Early in the morning in uh, 2001, a member of staff came in to catch up on some work. Um, She reported coming into the office at 5.30 in the morning, and as soon as she entered the office, she felt like something was wrong. She reported feeling unusually cold as she settled into her desk, but shrugged it off and began working. Mm -hmm. A little later, she felt someone brush up against the backside of her chair, but as she turned to see who it was, uh, she realized that she was still alone in the office. Nope. She turned back to her work and tried to focus, but literal minutes later, she looked up in front of her to see a long, transparent figure dressed in all white walk across the room and then pass through the door. Um, She grabbed her keys and got the fuck out of there, and she refused to return to the office until several of her co-workers arrived later that morning. So, one time... Oh, I got shivers. One I got time. the shippers too, I know. <laughs> at, my, at my last job, um, we mm-hmm. rented a small portion of this huge office building that was actually on the campus of the university around here. And usually there were at least like 30 people in my office and like there were tons of people in all the neighboring offices. There were like 50 units. But around Christmas time, usually, like this is like two days before Christmas, so I was pretty much completely alone in this building. And I was the receptionist and I was a contractor, so I had to work and I got no PTO. So I'm sitting there and I'm just typing, you know, I'm not actually doing anything of import. And the thing about my desk was I was in the very front of our office unit and behind in the wall behind us was a stairwell, a very Mm -hmm. echoey stairwell. But I had only ever noticed that it was echoey when I was in the actual stairwell. There's always so much activity around me that I never heard anything echoing in the stairwell. So I'm just working and I hear this cough and I swear to you, it was right next to my ear and I spun around and I was like, what the fuck? And I was totally freaking out. And the only other person in my office comes out and was like, did you hear that? And I was like, yeah. And so we went and there was just somebody like chilling in the stairwell, taking a phone call. And he said, oh my God, I have never been so scared in my life. I was like, well, and I was of course listening to a true crime podcast. So I was like, that's the course. Honestly, no. That office that Sydney worked in, because I would, I then went to college on that campus and yeah. I'd come bug Sydney every day because she drove me to and from. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that that building is creepy during the day because sometimes the yeah. hall lights yeah, they just are just not off. on. Yeah, and you have to. I'm like, the one who turned them on every morning because I was the first no. one there. Yeah, no, no, no. 
You didn't go to camp this. Oh no, that's right. Abby has been to has done many schools. Everyone's going to be like, I thought Abby went to never school completed in New York. one of them. Yes, you did. Um, well, I did complete one of them, but you know what I mean. I don't have a degree. <laughs> um, get your degree. Set yourself free. Do not sponsor us. National. Okay. Anyway, Sydney <laughs> oh, <laughs> feels very personal. So, we're we have to get back on topic because the next yes. one's my favorite. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. So the next is the first class swimming pool. Oh my god. So we're going to change it up and go to the pretty much only abandoned part of the ship. So the first class swimming pool is one of the two swimming pools on board the ship. The swimming pool has a large mother of pearl ceiling with these insanely detailed mosaic tiles. And uh, if I'm correct, it is the third photo. But don't scroll past the third photo. Oh my god, absolutely not. This Mm -hmm. is like shining bullshit. Mm-hmm. If this were cleaner, Absolutely. it would look like it was directed by Wes Anderson, but because it's so filthy, it's definitely The Shining. It absolutely is. Wow, so I just do green. Co- well, the tile's green, and oh. then the pool itself is the walls are green, but it's also gross. Sure, okay. Um, Due to code issues with the state of California, the swimming pool is no longer in use, mm-hmm. but the lack of people have invited a group of ghosts, and the swimming pool is another, like, hot spot. People have reported seeing several figures around the pool, including a woman wearing a tennis skirt, who reportedly walks down a flight of sta- the flight of stairs and then disappears behind a pillar. So she's just doing her. We also see a woman dressed in a full wedding gown, standing at the edge of the pool next to a small boy who is wearing a suit. Oh, The pair no. will appear together and then fade in a cloud of steam that appears out of nowhere. They have also, crew has heard splashing noises coming from the pool, and when they go to inspect, they see, obviously, nothing except wet footprints no. walking along it's the side Kikimura. of the pool. <laughs> no. It's living Once behind the stove. <laughs> it is. Um, people have also reported a young girl named Jackie. Um, she appears in a blue dress and then disappears right out of sight. Legend has it that this girl drowned in the pool and now haunts the surrounding area. How During do you know a ghost her name? tour, I'm not sure. Some something said that they knew that a girl drowned and that was her name. Others were like the spirit's name is Jackie, and it was like, okay, is so that maybe her like name? they, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. I think she's one of the ghost reported tour. deaths on board. No, totally fine. During a ghost tour, one visitor reported standing by the edge of the pool and feeling a small hand grab theirs and pull them backwards, as if to get away from the edge of it's the pool. It's not safe. Oh, It's not safe. So she pe- keeps people from, you know, enduring the same fate. Yeah. And another, it's kind of connected, but on another ghost tour of the swimming pool, a person was afterwards, like, looking through photos that they had taken mm-hmm. and... They stumbled across this photo along the stairwell above the pool. Are you going to scare me? Frightened, they want hold on. Oh. Frightened, they wanted to delete the photo, but other guests on the tour persuaded them to like send. He's like, no, no, give the photo to me. I want it. And um, they also believe this to be Jackie, but just just go. Well, Seth also the next photo is a, the opposite angle. So go ahead and click on that. Should I, should I go get or, scroll Am to I that? gonna be safe? Oh god. You're gonna be fine. So the next photo, you can see the angle that you're now going to see in the in the last photo. So this is the opposite angle of the pool. This is from the opposite one. Oh, wall. from the other side. Okay, so there's no ghost in this picture okay. that I need to look at. Nope. And then scroll on down. Oh, that looks like Daenerys. The man Targaryen. in bla- <laughs> The man in black confirms that nobody was standing next to him. Uh. This looks. Yeah, it's a little creepy. <laughs> 
But it looks too big to be a child. That looks like, yeah, I was, I, it literally looks like Daenerys Targaryen. It looks like a full grown Yeah, woman. no, it straight up looks like Daenerys. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that. Uh, um. No thanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. So spooky. You know, I can totally see why this pool, by the way, just like sidebar, is not up to code. Because if you look at it, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> severely fucked. I'm not OSHA, you know? But, like, there's, like, three places you can get out of this pool. So if you were drowning and you need to get out, you would yeah. have to, like, theoretically swim all the way to the other side of the pool. Like, let me look at this. Yeah, you can't get out. It's, like, walled in. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's impossible to get out of this pool. So, super duper unsafe. So spooky. Okay. Um, Additional reports spanning rumor and Reddit posts alike. Um, Report additional experiences such as dramatic temp... Drastic. Dramatic. Drastic. Dramatic. It's drastic and dramatic. It's dramatic. It's dramatic. Ask your doctor before prescribing dramatic. Before dramatic. Drastic temperatures changes, doors slamming behind you, weird knocks, screaming heard in the distance, children crying in the middle of the night, and flickering lights all throughout the hotel. And that is the story of the Queen Mary. That's so spooky. I love it. Isn't it just so spooky? So spooky. I I think she's so cool, though. Like, honestly, not that I really like California, but I love California. I would. I don't know why I don't. I think again, you've only been to SoCal, okay? Southern California. Sorry, guys. Southern California is not as good as Northern California. Went to Northern California together. And didn't you like it? Wasn't it pretty? Well, it was nice. I loved. I loved that campsite. Yeah. I mean, the cabins that we stayed in. Those were lovely. Oh, um, in Trinidad. But I would definitely stay. At Here, the I would not, unless you agreed to like stay next to me the entire time. You'd have to walk me to the bathroom. There'd be nothing you could do about it. You'd have to make some sacrifices. Well, it's not like we would stay in the stateroom. Like I, I don't know. Like there's a lot of options. Well, Ryan Bagara, his. In his show, he was staying in one of the, just a random room. One whatever happened mm-hmm. to him happened to him. I can't remember what it was. I think it has something to do with his toothbrush. I don't remember. Big mood. <laughs> but I mean, the, I mean, this is, it's named one of the top 10 haunted places in the United yes. States. I mean, everyone who's anyone has visited, like, you know, ghost hunters alike have visited the Queen Mary. And I just, I mean, I love a good boat. Me too. <laughs> boats, boats, boats. Boats, boats, boats. No, so I think it's that. super cool. I just think that she's super pretty. <laughs> yeah, she's gorgeous. That's One gorgeous. of a kind. And like, they do go, they do their own ghost tours. Like, they have all schedule. So like, you can just kind of like stay the night and well, do go, do all their tours with them. And yeah. Well, so not here's now, my question. Not but, now, but later and before. Um, my question is, what happened to the, you probably don't know. What happened to the RMS Elizabeth? Let's check. Because I think that she... I don't think that she left. Oh, no. She was sold to the city of Long Beach, California. Queen Elizabeth was sold to a succession of buyers, um, most of whom had unsuccessful plans for her. Finally, Queen Elizabeth was sold to a Hong Kong businessman who intended to convert her to a floating university. Um, And while she was undergoing refurbishment, the fire broke out aboard under unexplained circumstances. Oh, I love an unexplained circumstance. The ship was capsized by the water used to fight the fire. I love me an 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 unforeseen circumstance, an unexplained circumstance. I love the idea, by the way, of a ship college. Can you imagine? Oh, yeah, no. 
Apparently he was going to be called Seawise University. Oh. Count me in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so no, she sunk. No, that's too bad. But that's so interesting that she... Yeah. They sunk her from the top. She was capsized by the water used to put out the that's fire. That's crazy. Well, you know, she went She best. went over 55 degrees. We learned that. That's how you capsize we learned, a boat. We 55 degrees is a magic number. Um, um, do we have any, want, like, announcements? Yeah. I got... I mean, please send us your stories. Please. Um, we want to read July. them so much. We want to read them so badly. You mean August. Um, You can follow us on social media by searching the Friends of Folklore or our... our um, Handle. Or at symbol friends of handle. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> friends of folklore. That's friends of folklore without the re. And you can email us at the friends of folklore at gmail.com. Um, please wear a mask. And we really appreciate you guys. Yeah, please wear a mask. For the love of God. Um, I get it, guys. It's uncomfortable, but like, I I want you all around. Honestly, I can't even. I'm not even buying that shit anymore. I like nobody knowing who I am. I know, like all of I'm this, all of this conversation about like the face recognition technology, and it's like, recognize me now, bitch. <laughs> I know nobody knows who I am, and I yeah. couldn't. I only have more. to wear eye makeup from like I don't even have to wear foundation. No, anymore. I know from the bridge of the nose up. I mean, Ugh. I love it, love it. Um, but be safe, and we yes, really, be. we really appreciate you guys. I can't stress how much we love doing this. Yeah, we and love. We it. love we love all of it. So we really appreciate y'all, and thank you for being a friend of folklore. Yes, we'll see you next. Or we'll hear you next time. Well, he, you'll hear you'll hear us next time. We don't talk to you. That's not how podcasts work. Um, <laughs> Unless you send us emails, in which case we will definitely talk to we'll you. And then we'll chat. Yeah. But bye bye. Yeah. Bye bye.